This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, May 26th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. DPR's air monitoring loses funding. Water, highway bills high on House agenda. And liability issue on the table. DPR pulls funding for air monitors. The Newsom administration has withdrawn a proposal for nearly $2 million and five staff positions for its pesticide air monitoring network. The program tracks pesticides in eight agricultural communities. The item came up in a Senate budget hearing on Sunday. Under a time crunch, lawmakers dove into hearings on Saturday and Monday as well. I was sorry to see the proposed cut, lamented Senator Bill Monning, who represents parts of the Central Coast. He called the program critical for public health, particularly of rural residents and farm worker families. Remember, the air monitoring network has tracked a couple of recent spikes in pesticide applications for 1,3-D, leading DPR to consider levying stricter regulations. Other cuts? Well, DPR is also pulling more than $3 million from its cannabis program. This includes a million dollars to help ag commissioners with enforcement as well as a contract with CDFA to test residues on cannabis. Saved for now, the department is maintaining $215,000 for its integrated pest management work group, which plans to recommend alternatives to chlorpyrifos and potentially other restricted pesticides. You can read more about the impacts of state funding cuts on fares and groundwater plans in the AgriPulse West newsletter later this morning. House gets down to must-pass business. The House is back in session today with plans to focus on must-pass bills this summer. Fewer of the political messaging votes that are often typical for an election year to be included. On Thursday, the House will vote on a bipartisan bill to provide some new flexibility to the popular Paycheck Protection Program, including extending the period that the loan proceeds can be used and still forgiven. The limit is now eight weeks. The bill would extend that to 24 weeks and also remove the requirement that 75% of the money be spent on payroll. Senators have been considering a shorter extension to 16 weeks. House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer of Maryland told reporters yesterday he doesn't expect that issue to be a problem in ultimately enacting the standalone measure. In the coming weeks, the House agenda will focus on the water resources and surface transportation reauthorization bills, as well as the 12 annual appropriation bills, that according to Hoyer. By the way, this is the first week that the House will be proxy voting since Democrats pushed through the process to accommodate members who were concerned about traveling back to D.C. Committee votes will continue to be held online. A number of House Democrats have filed notice of their proxy voting plans. They include senior House Ag Committee member Philemon Vila of Texas. He's granted his proxy to Arizona Representative Ruben Gallego. Oregon Representative Kurt Schrader has granted his proxy to fellow Blue Dog Coalition leader Tom O'Halloran of Arizona. Dems signal willingness to talk on liability. House Democrats are open to negotiations with the Senate Republicans over liability protections for employers, an issue of concern to farms and food processors. The concern is that workers or consumers could sue businesses over getting the virus. 
Steny Hoyer noted that an earlier bill provided some liability protection to 3M and that Democrats will, quote, want to make sure that consumers and patients are protected. Food box contractor under fire. There's more bad news for the San Antonio event planner who received $39 million contract under the Farmers to Families Food Box program. Democratic Representative Lloyd Doggett called the contract to create a day to be canceled after the San Antonio Express News reported that CEO Greg Palomino had boasted about his clients who say they've never worked with him cited unearned professional credentials and touted business affiliations that can't be verified. Create a date was one of several companies without perishable agricultural commodities act licenses to be awarded contracts. The Ag Marketing Service ePACA portal now shows USDA had granted Create a date a PACA license on May twenty first. He's supposed to start delivering food boxes by June one. His company's website had listed USAA, Valero Energy, and Fiesta San Antonio as clients, but those names disappeared after the newspaper started asking questions. Here's today's She Said It. During this pandemic, farmers have continued to maintain these high safety standards, even around schools, which are closed. They have not asked for any pesticide law or regulation to be suspended or relaxed. That Rene Pinel, president and CEO of Western Plant Health, in an op-ed yesterday for the Modesto Bee. Remember, Governor Newsom issued a directive earlier this month urging ag commissioners to add more enforcement on pesticides around schools during the pandemic. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, May 27th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.